expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Taiwan is full of talented, creative people, both foreign and local. But for many, it can be difficult to find a way to share those skills. Today on Taiwan Talk, we speak with the co-founders of Becoming, a new organization operating in Taipei that lets people do just that by inviting them to lead a workshop on a topic of their choice. The group is kicking off a series of these workshops this week, which are set to run until the first week of June. Workshops will take on a broad range of topics, including bilingual storytelling, graphic design, storytelling through dance, and even personal finance. We're joined now by Becoming's co-founders, Jane Wong. Hello, Jane. Hi, everyone. Zona Joe. Hi. And Lauren Mark. Hi there. Thank you all for joining us today. Now, people who sign up to become members of Becoming are able to participate in these workshops and, and learn about topics they might be curious about, and also, uh, like I mentioned, lead their own workshop. But these workshop facilitators, as you call them, aren't necessarily people with a background in teaching. These are people who feel like they have learned something valuable and, and would like to share what they've learned with others. You've described this kind of learning that's going to be going on in these classrooms as crowd learning. Could you explain what you mean by that term? The idea is that everyone is equal when we think about learning. Sometimes it, I know it's not conventional. We think that usually there's a teacher, an expert, and then the other people are more receiving that expertise. But we really feel that the crowd, what we call the crowd, is basically just everyone, people. Each person has a lot of uh, energy and talent and experience that they've accumulated and their passions. And they want to have actually an opportunity, a platform for, to share that and to, to benefit others. Because we also, we also want to learn. And we feel like each person has something that they want to learn and they also want to contribute. So why don't we just invite the crowd or, you know, people together to exchange those. Um, and so in the workshops themselves, there is a lot of both learning and contributing both ways. And it seems like uh, to hear you guys talk about it, community building is also an important part of the kind of learning that you're trying to do. Why, why is community building an important part of this? I know we've been, we've been using the word learning a lot here in this interview, but for us, we actually prefer to use the verb sharing. And it's because... It's not just about harnessing a new skill like you can on so many online learning platforms nowadays. For us, we, we want this sharing to actually be transformational. We want people to have the chance to make the kinds of connections that will allow them to embark on new collaborations in the future and also continue to learn with each other once their workshop has ended. And it's not just only gaining skills. It's also about what Lauren said earlier about knowing yourself and being able to work with a lot of different kinds of people well. And so when you are sharing a skill or a passion, uh, you also need to learn it in community because you will then have who you are reflected back to you and you will also be able to um, at the same time learn from people's own voices you know, what is true for them. And so you learn more deeply in that sense and you are a more effective. You become a more effective communicator. Now, like I mentioned in the intro, there are, is a really broad range of topics that you guys are going to be taking on. Is there a common thread that kind of ties those things together, uh, some kind of focus that your organization has? Yes, actually, it might seem that you know it's very diverse, and actually that's the whole point, that we want to promote interdisciplinary learning. The fact that you know we can learn from lots of different 
aspects or different fields and apply them into what maybe is what our chosen um, passion or expertise is. So the through line is that it's about personal expansion, both for the person who's offering the workshop, but also for the people who come. So that would be anything from expanding perspectives to tapping creativity or developing personally. Um, and it's also very important to lead healthy lifestyles, you know, for people being creative, uh, as well as, you know, pro- promoting more cross-cultural exchange. And so all of these, it's more of a holistic sense of what a creative life can be and the kinds of things um, that we would need to lead a happy, creative life. So this spring is actually going to be the second round of classes that Becoming is putting on. Uh, the first round was last October. I was wondering if any of you could talk about your experiences either facilitating or participating in one of those classes last fall. Actually, I took Lawrence Dance and Poetry last turn. It's actually a really different experience because most people, when they take a look at the, uh, the curriculum, they'll be like, poetry and dance, how do you combine these two together? For me, I went for the poetry part, and some people are like, they have never read an, a, a poem. <laughs> they, they, they went for the, uh, the dance part. So Lauren did a wonderful job to um, combine the two because she found uh, there was a pattern, underlying principle, like the, uh, all the repetition uh, or the imagery. And so she encouraged us to um, th- think about the structure of a poem or the image of a poem or the reason and musicality of a poem and then, and then transform that into a dance movement. It was really fun. Uh, so what do you feel like you got out of the experience? You know, sometimes people who like reading, they don't really exercise their body. So, so, so when, when Lauren um, came up with this genius idea that, oh, so all the people who are brook moms or dorks like me <laughs> can, actually, can actually use other part of our, our body. Uh, going back to that interdisciplinary idea, bringing these things together. Yes, yes, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So Taipei is also a place that attracts people from many, many different cultures and many different backgrounds. And it seems like the idea of broadening cultural understanding is also a big part of what you guys are trying to do. I I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how that plays into your project. I think we serve as a platform. And what a platform does is connect people with different uh, desires or needs, right? So, for example, uh, there are people who want to go abroad and you know they, they feel like ta- they're stuck in Taiwan they want to learn about the world and Taiwan's too small well here's a place where the world as you said has come to Taiwan so why don't we gather everyone together and, and learn together uh, and same with the people who come here there are people who want to learn more deeply about um, beyond just Mandarin but about Taiwan and, and perspectives that are different from their own so this can serve as a place where people who have different um, things that they want to learn more deeply can come together and learn from one another. And so we think that uh, having this multicultural laboratory to learn this, it's training each of us that enters it to be more effective leaders in whatever passions or whatever ways that we want to contribute. So it helps all of us unleash what we have inside of us and be more effective in reaching different kinds of people which we will all need those skills. I was wondering if you guys could talk a little bit about 
why it is you decided to make this group. There's a, a, a lot of different ways that people can learn new skills. Why did you feel like this kind of group was something that would be uh, a nice addition to life in Taipei? Um, I think there are already a lot of workshops in Taipei, but we feel, well, at least for me, I feel, I feel it's kind of segregated. Like expats, foreigners, they have their own community, and locals like me, Taiwanese, we have our own community, and it's really hard to interact with each other. As if we were like totally separate, but we are in Taipei. We are all <laughs> together here. Why don't we have this space where we can actually interact and collaborate and get to know each other? Maybe we can do something even more than what we can achieve, like separately. Uh, is there any way that you guys feel like Taiwan is a particularly good place for this kind of project that you guys are trying to work on? I do. Taipei is a cosmopolitan, but a small enough city where you can actually make the kinds of connections that you need to make. You know, we have a running joke that we say, even though it's six degrees of separation in most of the world, it's two degrees of separation between you and everyone in Taipei. And I would say the other element that makes Taipei perfect is that there's just something in this society that makes people want to help each other more than compete against each other, and. Even if there are fewer resources to go around, I think people just have a spirit of wanting to help each other. If they want to develop a new career path here, or if they want to build on an on a budding career that they started in other countries, you really feel like you have the moral support from people around you that make you want to dare to dream. Uh, and then I think also Taiwan is shifting economically from more of a manufacturing-based uh, economy to. One that needs innovation and creativity for for its future, but you know everybody talks about it. But you know what we're trying to do is provide a space for both ourselves and everyone else who wants to join us to actually practice it because creativity it's actually really hard <laughs> because you actually have to, like we said, take those risks um, and 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 learn about people who are really different from you um, and 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 harness those. Diverse energies. It's it's easier said than done, and so we're simply trying to practice that. So I know in our conversation earlier, you've you you voiced a little bit of frustration that sometimes you feel like you don't have enough ways to uh, express the kind of creativity that you have, or you don't have a, a good environment. And other people have expressed that as well in Taipei. How do you think that your group might address that? We hope that we can serve as a catalyst for a reverse brain drain, where lots of people. Just like us, who might have felt frustrated and left Taiwan to contribute elsewhere and merely make an impact, that we can help them feel like, hey, you can also make an impact here. You can come back and be creative and actually be the movers and shakers in Taipei and make a difference. Precisely because it is a small place where people、uh, trust one another, and you can really make things happen here. So for those people who You know, some of them, including my friends out there, you know, have maybe selfish reasons. I hope that they come back and join us、uh, and make Taiwan better. Make your passions meaningful.、Uh, you can be a big fish in a small pond, and let's actually make Taiwan、uh, a beacon of creativity in Asia. And I think a lot of people may feel like they have to wait to do something. They have to wait to get their their masters or their PhD or have the proper credentials in order to. Have the credibility to do something, but we want to give people the space and the chance to practice it now, and that's not only through leading workshops. If people would like to 
host an event or to use special skills that they have, like being the artistic director, then we also are harnessing the, the manpower and the interested minds to provide those opportunities. Yeah, and that's why we, we were like kind of talking about we are like an individual incubator. We are <laughs> creating this um, platform for each person to, to actually um, realize their dreams. So our tagline is actually from dreamers to creators. We've been speaking to the co-founders of Becoming. Jane Wong, Zona Joe, Lauren Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Keith. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. Like we said earlier in the program, Becoming is kicking off a series of member-led workshops this week. You can learn more at their website, becoming.com.tw. If you want to let us know what you thought of today's interview, you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. This helps us make the kind of shows you want to hear, and it makes it easier for other people to discover the program. For ICRT, I'm Keith Manconi.